Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of this brand new podcast. This podcast is going to introduce you to a totally different side of some of your favourite content creators from both Twitch and YouTube. My guest today is a streamer whose rise in 2020 has been nothing short of remarkable. His journey on Twitch started in June last year and within seven months he's managed to gain around 1,100 followers and currently sitting on 500 subs. He's one of the newest members of Team 7, having been picked up as an early recruit in November. You may know him as Envy the Kiwi, but I know him simply as Matt. So Matt, welcome. Hello, Shu. How are we? Yeah, I'm good. How, how are you today? I'm absolutely fabulous now that you're here. Oh, thank you for having me. Of course. Nervous? Yeah, always. Always <laughs> nervous. Excellent. That's just what we want. Yeah. Um, Matt, if it's okay, I'm going to start by talking about streaming. Probably mm-hmm. seems the most obvious place to start. So, as I said in the intro before, um, you started in around June last year. What got you into streaming? What was your motivation? Why did you start? Uh... <sighs> Well, there was there was no uh, there was no actual reason why I decided to to start streaming. There was nothing nothing behind it motivating me as to oh, you know, like let's let's start streaming, let's try go big time, or let's let's do any of this. It was actually uh, me playing uh, Plutonium. I got a new PC for that, and uh, I wanted. Uh, at one point, I wanted to see if it was good enough to to handle streaming with my Elgato, and I think originally I decided I would just stream through the console anyway, just to see how it went. I, honestly, I don't remember the first day I decided, "Hey, why don't I just stream and play zombies?" Um, I think it was like a bunch of my friends. We decided we wanted to rerun the original Easter eggs on Black Ops Three. And I decided I'll, I'll uh, decided to stream that one, and that was my first ever stream, which ended up being about twelve hours long. And it was the it was the excitement of people coming in, you know, not not expecting to have anybody there apart from my friends, you know, to to, to actually see people coming in and wanting to chat and wanting to help or stuff like that. You know, it was that point I was just like on a I was on a high, and I just wanted to keep going. It was like six hours in and I I felt like it had only been 30 minutes and then by the 12 hour mark I was like okay you know I'm I should probably sleep at at this point um but I thought wow what what a night that was and at that that point I just never stopped I just wanted to keep going and that has been the motivation of just having people to talk to yeah so I don't know I don't know whether many people would know this I was in that stream that was where we first Exactly. met each other um looking back on where you started then and now where you're up to now how different is that so in terms mm-hmm. of if if you were a brand new streamer and you were getting into streaming if you think about your setup and everything that you started then like how how different how how much have you changed in that time? i think obviously like the whole setup has changed so like i used to have just the uh just the Elgato by itself. Not even that. I used to actually just stream through the console and use the microphone on my headset. At the time, I had like a A10, a, yeah, A10 Astro. So it's not like I had a great microphone or a great setup or anything. 
um, I only had my one monitor and I was reading chat off my phone at one point and uh, I did have a laptop the second time I streamed but the first time or at least like halfway through I was using my phone and then the rest of the half I ended up using my laptop and um, I think the the most that's changed is like I've become more confident in doing doing it like originally you get scared um or at least i do at least at, at first like i was getting i'd get nervous to stream to to talk to people to for people to hear my voice and to read out their stuff it's just sometimes it's a bit overwhelming but um in that sense you know over the eight months anybody that's been around for a little while or has got time to know me i don't know they just kind of get comfortable in that sense and you can you can I, don't, I can just be myself and it's just it's really nice because I can't uh, like I can be myself like the the main thing that's changed is I feel like I've become more confident in streaming in that sense to to broadcast to multiple people and when you you were talking about sort of your nerves and um, worrying about different things is there a, can you think of a time when that sort of clicked into place because I know when you first started you were quite nervous about putting your face cam on mm. and that took a little mm. bit of time and things like that so was there a point where you got to it and it clicked or is that something you still deal with? Um, at this point, I, I no longer deal with that that nerve. Um, I think, you know, the longer you watch your other friends stream with cams, uh, you can pick up a lot from them. And I think it's a lot to do with the people you hang out with and their like so-called energy that they bring towards your stream or towards you and like positive reinforcement and stuff like that helps like i know that people sometimes will put up a face cam for like their face reveal and they'll get like you know that toxicity will will be terrible for like a first first stream but and saying that i just you just kind of not let it bother you and just kind of let it just kind of pass so to speak and just not not worry about it but i think the nerves on that side they're they're no longer there at all they've I think they've they've long gone. I mean, if anything, I'm I'm excited to get in front of the camera. I'm excited to stream. Sort of on the same line. Is there any? Is was there ever a time that you felt that you wanted to stop streaming? No, no, not at all. There's not been a set. That, nah, there's not. Just yeah, just always been. I mean, there was like there was one time where I was doing like ten weeks of daily streams, and. Um, I did get a bit obsessed with the with the numbers in the sense of not the numbers of how many people are coming through the stream but how many days I'd been live in a row like consecutive days and so one day where I felt a little bit bad um, and I didn't want to stream uh, and I didn't end up streaming at that point I was like I've ruined it like I've, I'm I'm not going to be uh, I'm not going to be able to keep on my consistent number and at that point that was probably the only point where I was like now I've just ruined it I don't feel like doing it anymore but then I obviously I realized you know that's that's stupid that's that's not that's not the mentality to have it's only one day out of you know uh, so many days that I've been streaming so I just obviously we carried on and we just at that point we made a schedule and I think the schedule is the best thing that has ever happened to my channel to be honest having a schedule is a is a good idea definitely interesting that you mentioned the numbers i know from me when i stream it's something that i obsess about so i'm up constantly looking if there's any viewers i'm constantly looking if there's any new follows mm. um how many people are chatting you don't seem to 
really talk about that that much but it certainly doesn't come across in your stream so have you got any advice on how you kind of get over that for people who may be struggling um, with that? The, the best thing that I've ever done to my channel uh, when I'm streaming is obviously you have your you keep your alerts up and stuff like that because you want to see who follows you you want to see who raids you you want to see whatever alert it might be so you want to see all your alerts you leave that up the best thing that I can recommend to anybody starting off or even just generally is to is to turn off your view account hide it so you can't see it because at that point your streams just they, they go so much better because you're not I mean yes subconsciously you might be worried about uh, subconsciously you might be worried about how many people are actually viewing your, your stream but if you can't see that number majority of the time you end up having a better stream in that regard because you're not so focused on it and i can still imagine like you being a little bit focused behind you know like wanting to know what the number is and clicking unhide or something like that but for me uh, a good example is when cold war came out i didn't have the game originally and so i could only stream modern warfare and i knew that the stream was going to do really bad with viewer viewer count wise so i that's the first time i hit the viewer count and ever since then i've been hiding it ever since but basically uh that stream i ended up having a lot of fun i had i had quite a lot of fun you know there was people that came through people that said hello they might not have stayed long i wouldn't have known that but i had a lot of fun at that stream by the time i went to raid out i raided with two people and for me that was that was a very low number at that time so you know but at the same time i had a really good stream so yeah it's a it's a good idea to hide your view account that's the best thing that i can recommend so in terms of games before we move on to talking about gaming properly what you you mentioned before um plutonium which is obviously the the server based for the older call of duty games what sort of games got you into streaming or did games get you into streaming? I assume that most people who stream love gaming. Um, well, in that, in that, so what? What obviously what built my channel, and as you would know, what built my channel originally was playing zombies. So just Black Ops Two zombies doing Easter eggs, not high rounds. I was never high round player. It was all just doing Easter eggs. Um, on Black Ops Two, Black Ops Three, uh, Black Ops Four. Uh, so obviously we started with Black Ops 3 and we did those and then we went to Black Ops 4 and we did those um, and that's what really built my channel at the start and uh, what really gave me like a solid ground to work with and uh, that's how I met a lot of people, that's how Stu met, how I met Stu, that's how I met quite a, a few of the uh, OGs that are still in the chat now um, and basically we just kind of went from there and every now and then I'll I'll go back but it's always just been basically whatever i usually play whatever i've always enjoyed which has pretty much always been call of duty uh you know you just stream that content because that's what you enjoy and majority of the time nowadays i end up prioritizing the chat over my gameplay anyway so i don't end up doing so well in game because i'm so focused on everybody else but that's how i'd rather have it to be honest yeah okay so a couple of questions on the back of that you know personally i always i'm always telling you to do zombies because zombies Mm. is my favorite game to watch how conscious are you of what games you're playing affecting your viewership is that something that you're conscious of or is it just a case of this is what i want it can definitely be uh it can definitely be that absolutely the the whole 
because you obviously there is still the numbers factor at the end of the day when you see your channel doing so well you kind of want to carry on with it doing so well you know you want it you want to see it grow you know once you obviously you may not see the the stream count during the stream but you can still see your stream summary at the end and if you see for example if i streamed let's just say hypothetically if i streamed modern War, uh, call of duty black ops all night just playing cold war or something and i saw the average viewer at the end of that was 20 for example but then the next day you know we're like okay yeah let's play zombies or let's play overwatch or let's play whatever else um and then you see at the end your stream summary was eight average few people it can kind of upset you in that way but the one thing that like i've learned the most is that you kind of have to have have to play what you enjoy regardless of the sub or the the view account sorry um I think the most for me is having people to play with. If I don't have people to play with, it gets boring and I and I will just stream my main game. For example, recently I've been playing a lot more other games more more recently than others. So I've been playing Phasmophobia, I've been playing Overwatch, I've been playing other things on stream and I can tell that the numbers do do worse, but I'm having more fun. So at rec- so earlier in the year I would have or last uh, towards the end of last year, sorry. I would have been more upset by the numbers, but at this point, I kind of just just go with it to have fun, really. Okay, so Matt, before we move on from streaming, um, just to sort of wrap it up, I want you to give me a high point and a low point of streaming in the last seven months that you've had. Goodness. Um, I've put uh, you on the spot now, haven't I? Yeah, I mean, I know I can I can give you so many high points, but a low point is is always a hard one. Um, I think a low point would I can't I can't specifically point any kind of uh day specifically or stream specifically that I that I know of. I think it's it's any of the streams earlier, you know, uh before at least I'd say the six month mark, where um a lot of the a lot of the regulars that used to come by had to had to stop coming by as much because of work starting back up or uh school starting back up and so you can see a lot of the regulars either not coming back or the numbers not doing as well because of that and i think anytime where you don't have your chat as as active as it used to be or as active as normal so to speak i think that's kind of a low point um but then again like i said i can't specifically point a specific day as to where the lowest point is um or stream but any of those days where you know that people aren't tuning in as much it just kind of on compared to a regular stream that is uh so if i have you know my normal streams where people are there let's say we average 15 people and people are in the chat you know people are being interactive and that stuff but then the next day, you know, just no one, no one shows up. Those are the those are the low points. But there's no specific day. Um, high points. So the high streams, the highest points. I I can give you Benny. I mean, my my most, the most, uh, probably most recent one would be the recent 24 hour stream. And that as much as as painful as that was, that was. Uh, a lot of fun i had i had a most amazing time i had a, a crazy amount of support um 
yeah it was it was just it was an absolute you know like just seeing everything the way it went i mean like i said i have my viewers off and everything but <laughs> people were constantly I'm telling sure, me like hey bro sure you're sitting on you know 40 average viewers or you're sitting on 50 viewers or you know it could be anything like that but um you know and i kind of just try not to let yeah yeah well you know I, I i disabled it for a reason and um i i ended up doing doing re- a lot better than what i thought it was going to do and uh that was probably the most recent high point um that i can remember and i think that stream specifically will always be uh one of the one of the best streams i've had so far in the whole of my uh seven to eight months of streaming okay so let's talk a little bit more about life so outside of streaming mm-hmm. growing up um talk to me about your background right okay so basically for anybody who doesn't know so i was born in uh, lower hut uh wellington which is in new zealand and um uh my mum obviously she married my dad who's a was a muslim and uh so they were together for a good two three years and uh basically they split up just because of cultural reasons you know um and they stayed good friends in that aspect you know they never hated each other or anything like that but um we ended up moving uh away up to Auckland which is about an eight hour drive away from from Wellington so my visitation of my dad ended up being uh just during the school holidays um which was fine you know it was nice um I mean I, I loved my dad and everything it was like good you know you'd, you'd go through your whole six uh what is it like 10 to 12 weeks at school and then you'd have your two-week holiday um so i'd be down at my dad's four times a year basically um two weeks two weeks two weeks and then six weeks um so it's not like i never got to see him or anything um we spent a lot of time uh, moving around as kids and um, basically my mum didn't always have the best taste in men and uh, that caused us to be uh, moving around quite a bit so um growing up was definitely uh definitely hard um i think i was once enrolled at a school at one point for uh, like two weeks before i was pulled out and uh, we were moving again um so yeah so growing up definitely wasn't easy um once we got to about a college age so that's around like 13 or so and that's when things started getting a lot lot harder um in my life personally so in that in that year we had um we had my dad passed away and for me that was that was really hard because my dad was obviously my uh biggest inspiration you know the one person i looked up to the most um it was quite quite difficult because I wanted to live with him and my mum said, you know, I couldn't because of the English barrier that my dad had, being that English wasn't his first language. I think what was what was really hard and what I feel like I regret to this day is like my biggest regret in that sense is that uh when my dad was really sick, I was just getting uh, settled in school like I was in my first year of college I had good friends I was part of a football club everything was really nice and for once I was kind of feeling like a child and my 
um, my dad got really sick and my mum came over to my friend's place to pick me up and said, hey, look, we're going down to Wellington. Your dad's in hospital. And I said, uh, you know, I, I want to go. And my friend was like, oh, come on, bro. Like, this is going to be our first soccer game together. And, you know, it's going to be really fun and everything like that. And I said, you know, I was really torn about whether I go with my mum or stay with my friend. And I said to my mum eventually, I said, hey, look, I don't want to go. I'm going to stay. And she's like, well, don't come crying to me if you don't get to see your dad again. And at that point, it was really hard. And um, unfortunately, that was the last time they all saw him um, before he passed, which is really sad. And that, to this day, has probably been my biggest regret um, and the one thing I regret the most. Oh, shit. It's getting hard now. <laughs> um, but... Um, yeah, I think that's the that's the one the one thing I I will always regret. Um then later that year, um you know, my mum was an addict. Uh so she was addicted to um alcohol and drugs and uh, she's clean now by the way. Um but at the time she was addicted to alcohol and drugs and um so on top of losing my dad, um, me and my two younger sisters ended up getting taken off our mother and placed into SIFS, which is over here. It's like a child, youth and family, so like a protection services type of thing, child services thing, um, and basically placed in, in care. And uh, so I was uh, 13, basically 13, and uh, not going through the uh, easiest time in life, you know, um, having lose your family member and you know your father or your mother then regardless of who it is you know it's it's not it's not easy um and then to be taken away from your mum as well um was it's always uh harder I guess so me um being the sibling I am I was the one that had to kind of grow up a lot faster than any child kind of would so at the age of like six my little sister was born um and you know uh, at the time she wasn't wasn't the best environment and she was born with a dislocated hip and so basically I spent my uh my childhood uh whenever there was domestics at home I would take her uh to the neighbors with her food with her nappies whatever it might be and basically I was the one that was kind of being the you know father figure um instead of her father so to speak and that same uh, pattern repeated itself with my youngest sister um and uh yeah so basically i looked after them as we were going through the whole process of being shifted between house to house while we we're in care um but the first uh first few months of it was real difficult because i i think i found it really hard because obviously of what just happened with my dad it was really hard to accept being taken away from my mum so the first house we got moved to I ended up trying to run back to uh, where she was and we ended up getting in trouble. We ended up getting shifted houses um, and I did the exact same thing and then uh, we get, ended up getting in trouble again um, and basically I, I, that happened a few times and once we finally got moved into another place, they said, hey, look, uh, if you guys, if you do this again, uh, basically we're going to split all three of you up and at that point I said, you know, like, you know, I can't let that happen. So we stayed there for the rest of the time and honestly that was the turning point in my life I mean my mum will always well not always but at the time she didn't like the idea of me living there but um I learned a lot being there basically so when I was living at home it was kind of more like if I didn't want to go to school I didn't go to school if I didn't want to do homework I didn't do homework I basically there was no 
there was no discipline at home in that sense um uh so basically when i got put in care you know i was so used to having a specific lifestyle i'd come home before when i was at home with my mom i'd come home I'd go down to the skate park with my friends. I'd be out on the weekends, you know, just doing whatever you wanted to do as a, as a child. And basically when I got put into care, you know, I remember the first day I got home from school, I said, hey, look, can I go to the skate park? And I remember then they, they said, hey, do you have any homework? And I said, homework? No, I don't have homework. And they said, okay, cool. And I shot down to the, uh, the skate park. And I came back and I found out they had called my school to find out if I have homework. And yeah, funny enough, I did. And uh, basically, I got in trouble, and I, you know, they said to me, uh, basically, there was the line was not tolerated, and all that stuff. They went through this whole thing, um, and from that day onwards, um, I had to always do my homework before I went out, and I had to show them my homework as well. Um, there was a lot of aspects to being in care that helped me a lot. But I, I did way, 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 way better in school as much as I might have hated it. I did way better in school. My attendance was right up there. I learned how to drive, for example. I learned how to do so many different things while amongst that environment that I wouldn't have done if I was still living with my mum because those opportunities wouldn't have been available. Um, back in 2011, I think it was, I got a scholarship for what's it called a William Wallace Award um, and I went on a trip which is called the Spirit of Adventure, which is like an 11-day voyage, and uh, that was probably one of my highlights of being a child, for example. You know, that that was probably the biggest, one of the biggest times in, in my, like, childhood career, so to speak. Um, and uh, at the age of 17... I ended up getting discharged and basically you know you can you can do whatever you want to do at that point you know you don't you don't you're not in the in the system anymore and uh, at that point I moved back to my mum's and uh, that's when I ended up falling in love with Black Ops 2 and uh, the the gaming the gaming form of me began and uh, yeah that's that's pretty much leads out leads up to where we are I mean I, I spent uh, maybe I moved out of my mum's eventually because she moved down the line uh, and I didn't want to move with her, so I spent about three years living by myself with a couple other guys, and um, as fun as it was, uh, I ended up moving in with my friend, and uh, this is where we are today, this is, ended up ended up uh, gaming down here, and it wasn't until one day when my friend said, hey look, get a desk set up, get a monitor, and uh, we kind of just went from there, and, 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 and it's what we built ever since, kind of, yeah. Looking back on everything that you've been through, <clears throat> if you could go back in time now and you could talk to your younger self, what would you tell them? Oh, I would. Uh, I would say just to just to focus more, focus more in in so many aspects. I mean, one of the main things is for me to. I feel like I haven't been uh, thankful enough for people that have helped me along the way, growing up. Be more self-aware of those around you who help you um you know focus more on on things like that i mean everybody will always say focus more on school you know and that when you're in school it's it's hard to accept that you know it's just like ah oh, just teachers chatting you know but at this it, it, it's so it's so important to focus in school and uh so many so many different aspects yeah just looking back on your life so far <laughs> um can you think of does it does it feel different than what you would have imagined yeah yeah absolutely i mean 
when I was when I was really young, uh, so when I was well, not really young, uh, so basically when I was like living with my mum still uh i felt i was going to go down the same path um uh, in that aspect i mean i got involved with some people and i did you know some things that you know we, sh- we shouldn't really do as kids and stuff like that i'm talking about you know like uh, maybe drugs and alcohol you know getting involved at a really young age um and i kind of just felt myself going down that same path um if i was not to be taken off her in that aspect so um looking back at that part of my life um i'm glad you know to that we that I, that what happened happened in the sense of being taken off our mum um and even she you know at this at this day she she's to this day very happy um and obviously i love my mum there's nothing no bad blood she's a she's a great woman i love my mum um but back then i think she was just just confused and and me i was also confused and i'm i'm glad that i've turned out how i've turned out because i feel like there's been people that have gone through the same situation and ended up much worse yeah and it's interesting the way that you talk about um being through the system and being in care Mm. because i feel like a lot of people if i had the same conversation with them would would probably have a a negative outlook yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah and and that's the thing i mean that's i think why um, originally, I wanted to go work with uh, children in care. I think that's originally what I wanted to do, and uh, because of that aspect, is that you have a lot of people with a negative opinion on how being in the system works and how being in care isn't, you know, isn't a good thing. And in so many cases, there's been that I've I've talked to plenty of children over the years. You know, uh, gone to many youth little youth camps and stuff like that, and you hear how people just feel like you know it's it's ruining life for them and you know you also talk to a lot of people about how how good it is for them um and not everybody is going to be the same and not everyone's going to share the same experience you know not everybody's going to have the same uh care in that aspect that i had as another as another household and for somebody else so um not every i can't say that every system every house in the system so to speak is going to show the same kind of compassion and love in that aspect i got fortunate enough to have some people that actually wanted to make a difference in our lives but they did it in a way that i was not used to because i wasn't used to that discipline i wasn't used to having to do things or having a schedule and all that stuff so yeah but it also was like i said the the best probably the best time in my life growing up as a kid was being in care ex ex uh regard uh well this is uh not regarding with with my dad being alive i mean all of those years would always hands down be the best times of my life no no doubt but i'm talking about growing up as a kid if i'm just talking about in my life i mean being in care was probably the best best time you know i i, I learned how to drive like i said i was part of a football club for school and for club you know i i did karate for a bit i went to school every day you know i i did a lot of things and um that is always going to be uh, you know uh, uh something that i'll never forget okay so we mentioned in the intro earlier on that you've become one of the newest members of team seven you were picked up in november as an early recruit yeah talk to me about that because i'm someone who as you know doesn't understand <laughs> anything about being in a team so talk to me about the process and basically uh, the benefits yeah um originally um 
they were the same the same leaders so mario and tim uh were the leaders uh for l7 back in the day and you know back back then that was a team you know people wanted people really wanted to join that team it was a massive team back then um and you know joining them was never something that i thought i would be capable of doing um especially not back in the black ops 2 days anyway i didn't even record or anything so i was i knew i wasn't going to stand a chance even if i did try um but over the years i mean i never never really went for recruitment challenges i just never really saw myself capable of of uh being picked up or showing anything uh having anything to bring towards a team bring to the table so to so to speak um and yeah i don't know i don't know i just never really had that support behind me in terms of people really rooting for me or wanting me to get picked up to something um and then since uh seven was founded back in i believe it was february um you know i've been supporting them but i never really uh thought to myself hey uh why don't we try join their team you know i did i did talk to Tim, um sorry i did talk to andrew which is mario uh quite some months back and i did ask him about uh how to how to join and he did mention you know uh we're going to be having a recruitment challenge coming up soon and uh you know the thought through my head you know i was like okay uh do you think personally i thought to myself you know do you think you're uh good enough to be picked up and at the time you know i i don't think i felt confident enough in myself um but uh i think that's another thing to do with the whole streaming mass streaming aspect is you know you get that support you get that confidence and um when i saw they announced their recruitment challenge i mean i didn't tell anybody originally that i was going to go for it um and it wasn't until i saw their their video and i was like hey man like you know i can bring something to the table i can i can do something here I'm a, i can i can create content i can i can stream i can bring people to the team they can you know we can help each other grow in that aspect and um so i you know that's what i did i went for the recruitment challenge and 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 uh like you said i got picked up as, a, as an early recruit and i had some crazy support behind me um you know for, from people who came to the stream to people who i'd never talked to on on twitter before you know people just they they really supported me and i i've never seen something uh or, or felt something like that and it was really 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 cool um and uh, i still remember the night you know where i was watching the uh the live stream where they were picking up the recruit you know and they're talking about how you know uh you know um, it's going to be an early recruit you know someone who you're not expecting and you know i had a few few of my friends at the time messaging me saying um do you know who it's going to be is it, are you the pickup and i was like uh no bro it's not going to be me it's going to be my it's going to be it's going to be this guy you know i thought it was going to be someone called gucky um who ended up getting picked up but i thought it was going to be him and uh, i just i just never thought i never thought that i'd be uh, actually picked up and then as we got closer as as, as you know tim does his uh, not tim sorry as mario does his thing at uh you know gaining bringing in this tension and this you know like building the suspense so to speak uh you know my friends were, my phone was blowing up people were like bro it's just, it's gonna be you it's gonna be you you're gonna, you're gonna be picked up and i was getting all nervous and i started shaking and i was sitting in my chair bro and i was i was going like this you know i was like is it really gonna be me like is it gonna be me and uh and then you know and then my friends yeah my phone was, was just going crazy and then you know andrew was like 
This is somebody who's been supporting our sevens since back in the day, someone who's been supporting sevens, someone who's been supporting me since back in the day. And then at that point, my friends were like, bro, it is 100% you I was like, stop. And then they said, you know, they replied to the video and I was going through trying to look between screens. I was like, I can't find this comment. Where's this comment? And I was getting all nervous because my friends had already hyped me up in that sense. And I, and I was really like, I was just like, I don't know, it was a surreal feeling. And then I couldn't find it. And I switched back to the switch tabs to go back to the, to the seven chat. And I just see my name flooding through the comments. And I was in disbelief. I just sat in my chair and I was just, I, I have a reaction of myself. And I was just basically just, just, yeah, I was, I was, I won't, I won't say it for the sake of, of the recording, but I was mind blown, but uh, it was, it was absolutely ridiculous. But going forward, um, I think being part of seven, um, is always going to be one of the biggest highlights throughout my streaming career. Um, it's also, um, going to be somewhere where I try build myself because, without them i don't think i would have been as motivated to try and create content to grow other socials um, because i want to be able to show my worth to the team you know i want to be able to create things i want to be able to make things with other members in that team i want to be able to just just grow as as a whole within within the team and with the team support help me grow and me actually show something that i can that i can bring to the table in that aspect so um, I think joining them is is definitely something that I will always be thankful for, regardless of how long I'm in the team. You know, whether if something happens or not, I just I don't know. But I'm just saying, all I can say is just thank you to the leaders over in uh, Seven. Shout out to Tim and uh, and uh, Mario. Yeah, definitely. What's your what's sort of the end goal, or not the end goal, but what's your plan um, within Seven? Where do you want to go with it? Well, I want to. So basically what I want to do, like I said, is I want to create content uh, from this point. So I want to basically go through all my streams. I want to make videos. I want to, I want to do things like that. I want to grow my socials. Um, I want to basically, I'm, I'm really happy. I don't know how long this, this train will last if my, if my road comes to an end. I don't know. But basically uh, I want to be here until, until the end, basically, you know, I want, I want, I'm going to support the team with everything I can uh, and I hope that they can do the same and, and support me in that sense if I never need anything in that regard. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this, this, I think that it's one of the best things that, that has happened for me to be able to grow myself in the whole aspect. Like I said, I mean, I never really was motivated to make videos, but I am wanting to make them now because, like I said, the whole bringing something, so... Um, and I think that's a that's almost like a a reason to do things with my channel rather than just being a streamer, being a content creator and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's helped better myself in that aspect. What type of influence has it had over your viewership? Um, it definitely does help. Like it definitely does help, um, and it's not necessarily just um, so the the one major thing i saw for my channel was when i was going through for the rc um i think that was one of the best times because there was so much support from so many different people um you know like lots of people would not lots i won't say lots but uh, well there was actually a loss but 
lots on Twitter, but a, a few people would come through the actual stream and support me in the stream and I would do the same to them. You know, I'd go back to them and I'd show them love as much as I can. You know, I'd, I'd vouch for them as much as I can. Um, and I think that's the part that I really enjoyed out of the recruitment challenge is having a lot of people, like everybody was so interactive with each other, so supportive with each other. And, uh, you know, I still support a lot of the grinders that still grind now and a lot of the people that, you know, either stop their grind for seven or, you know, still grinding for it or, or haven't made it yet, you know, I still go support them as much as I can and they still do the same to me. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been amazing so far. But it definitely it definitely has helped. Joining has helped and uh and the whole process of the recruitment challenge has helped. Yeah, amazing. I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions then um, to sort of wrap things up. Mm. So for someone looking to get into streaming or maybe has just started before the, you know, get into affiliates and everything like that, what's your biggest advice that you'd give to them at this point? Um, I think the, the biggest thing is uh, I see a lot of people uh, starting out and they play by themselves um the biggest thing i know not everybody has the equipment to stream and be able to hear audio with your party and stuff like that but even having somebody in your ear in a party chat in a discord or whatever you might be just in case you know you don't always like have people in your chat that way your stream isn't necessarily boring of you just sitting there in dead silence playing the game you know if you can talk to somebody else in your game that's or or in somebody else in your party chat or anything like that a bunch of friends um it, that that's that's something that helps so that's just breaks the silence so that definitely helps in that aspect um like me for example i always had tida by my side in party chats and stuff when i was growing my channel you know he was always there for that aspect um then uh the other advice would be to uh, interact as much as you can with your chat you know uh, try draw them out if you see that you've got if, if you see that you've got you know two viewers or one viewer that isn't you you know it isn't you and you know it's not your friend or something try draw them out you know ask them is there anybody there is, is you know how's your day going anything that you might think could bring them out to interact with you um, uh, support other streamers that's also another really big one um, is going through people's chats and talking to other people um, and talking to their community because I feel with me that's something that helped me a lot. You know, I, I was I was in in watching I was watching Twitch for about three years prior to actually streaming, so I knew a few different people and those people within those chats can come through and support you, and that's always another thing. So get to know people on Twitch. That's that's always a massive as well. Um, interact as much get friends build a community those I feel are, are like the, the biggest the biggest things you can do and I know it's always hard as a as a starting streamer but um, you know consistency will, will get you there as well but obviously within reason don't burn yourself out and stream 12 hours a day and uh, not see any change you know take breaks those are important so lastly then just to wrap things up what's next for envy what's the plan in terms of 2021 and, and onwards into the future so this year uh there's a few things i want to do this year so this year obviously the main goal um here is i want to so tr stream wise 
stream wise i want to try and uh i want to try and average uh, an average of 40 to 50 people in my stream i want to i want to have that average by the end of the year um i'm hoping to have that many people in my chat i mean if we don't do it and we still get near you know that's, that's still successful in my opinion um other things that are happening i i want to bring out some merch this year um you know uh, whether it's hoodies t-shirts and stuff like that i'm not going to go too much into it because it's kind of on a kind of a secret um but merch is definitely something i want to look into this year um uh the big goal is going to be partner whether that'll happen this year or next year i'm not too sure but like i said i'm going to start my goal with having an average of 40 40 to 50 people and that would that would be absolutely mind-blowing um but yeah i mean this year i want to i want to just pump out content i want to be able to grow multiple socials stuff like that there's 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 a lot of things happening this year that i want to do and outside of streaming i just want to be able to um manage myself in that aspect of eating healthy going to the gym regularly and and staying fit and that's in that aspect because i feel like that as, as and amongst of all of this is, is still the most important thing uh trying to not uh overindulge in too many bad things and stuff like that yeah okay matt so this is your chance now to self-promote awesome tell me what's going on right uh well basically at this point here uh, i just want to give a massive shout out to basically everybody who's supported me throughout my eight months of streaming um so everybody that's come through regardless if you're there from day one or you're there from yesterday you know thank you to everybody who supports me continuously um you know there's a, there's a long list of names so i won't go through that but you guys know who you are um you know you guys can follow me on all socials it's envy the kiwi everywhere youtube twitter tiktok whatever you name it i'm all there envy the kiwi um, and lastly, I just want to give a shout out to the boys over at Seven. So the leaders and uh, all the boys within that team. So thank you for the opportunity. Uh, and I hope to make you guys proud. And um, yeah, thank you for having me on board. Lovely. And all of those links will be down in the description below. Um, just from me then, thank you very much for listening. Hopefully this is the first episode of many. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe on Spotify as well if you're listening to the audio. Thanks again from me and from Matt. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. <laughs> of course.